Hey yo, it's your boy Will from the Ville. Where there's a will, there's a way. You know what I mean? I got my man. You know me introduce yourself. My name is Matias. Uh, just a real sports analyst on here, but decided I would decided I would shake it up and talk about something else different today. All right, cool, man. Uh, today, man, I, I want to talk about police interactions, man, and and the reason for that is I'm gonna tell a story. What happened to me? What happened to me the other day? The other day, uh, apparently I had a warrant out. Uh, so I, I'm, I'm on my way to work. And I don't know, I, I must have rolled by a cop. He had, you know, he's parked on the side of the road. He got a scanner on, running plates. I didn't see him. He didn't pull me over neither. Uh, I'm at work. I'm working for maybe about an hour. Next thing you know, the cops come. Uh, I answer the door. Uh, I was working at the dealership, you know what I mean? And uh, they come to the door and they pointed at uh, my vehicle. They're like, yo, who, who car is this? So I'm like, it's mine. They told me to step outside. I didn't do anything wrong. But I did. And uh, once I stepped outside, they gripped me up, man. And they took me in. Um, I, I don't know whether that was legal or not. I don't know whether the cops could do that type of stuff. But um, it, it, it was crazy, man. Like, from my understanding, I, if a person, if a cop is going to pull you over, they pull you over on the road. They don't wait till you park up and then try to come get you. Long story short, end up losing my job. I spent about five days in the county jail. Uh, my peoples had to come bail me out. And uh, it, it was a crazy situation, man. All for a $200 ticket, man. And uh, I, I, I just want to know what, what's your thoughts on that, man? And have you ever been in a situation like that well i mean i i'm a white individual and i realize that um in this day and age there is a racial divide and i i've i've i guess luckily never been in an encounter like that but i would, I would ask you what was the like how do you feel when when that happens like i don't want to make this how do your how do uh people that get how do people that get uh, targeted by the cops, how do you guys feel? Because from my point of view, I just see it as, as them doing their job. Now, I realize that there are a lot of instances we see on the news. I'm from Canada. There's a lot of instances on the news we see in the States where these like where cops un unjustly and unlawfully shoot civilians. And I obviously don't agree with that. But I just – I've never been in that, in that position of – I mean, I don't have any warrants. I've never, that, I've never been pulled over. I'm not, I've never been in that position of – of having a negative interaction with the cop. Most of my interaction with cops have been positive, you know, saying hi to them, shaking their hands, thanking them for their service. So I think the, I, I don't know. I think there is a problem out there with the cop, the way cops handle interactions. I don't think that was lawfully the way they, I mean, they came to your establishment, your place of work after. I mean, he should have stopped you for anything right then and there. But I would just sort of ask, like, how do you guys see them? Because we see cops as white people as just, people doing the jobs and i realize there's a lot of cops that shouldn't be cops because mentally they're not there like they 
they don't have that mental stability that you need to be a police officer, which is that calm and that poise reaction. So I just want to ask you, like, how do you guys see cops in your community? Um, me, I grew up in the hood, you know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like almost all of our interactions are, like, not good. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Just another story. Uh, I remember growing up, uh, we grew up in the projects. So it was like, you know, it's drugs around. But yeah. we're kids and, like, we constantly, like, just playing basketball. Like, they will come up, harass us, thinking we're the ones selling drugs. And like I said, man, most of our interactions in the hood uh, aren't that good. Now, uh, I, I managed to uh, live in a better place right now. Um, I'm Hispanic. Um, I, I, I think I think they're biased, man. Like, to be honest, uh, the majority. I mean, I, I feel as though. I feel as though the laws have to be changed as well. I agree with you on that there. There are some pretty um, dumb laws, to, to be brutally honest with you. I mean, in New York, you can, be, you can get the same amount of time for having three joints as you as for an armed robbery, which I think is, is really stupid. Like, they're not even on the same level, yet they still can get 20 years in prison. So I do think the laws need to be changed uh, for the legalization of marijuana all over North America. And I think the laws should be changed because... A lot of people have warrants, and I'm not sure what you're warrant for, but a lot of people have warrants for possession of, like I said, marijuana, which are traced like small amounts, and yet they can't get a job just because they were unlawfully stopped and found with something on them. So I do agree with you there. I think laws should be changed, and hopefully they will be changed. Now, uh, since you've never like had a warrant or anything, uh, I'm not sure if you you're aware of if you stop through and while you're driving while suspended. That's automatic jail time. Now, I, I feel as though that's not really a crime, man. If not, just give me a hefty fine. You know what I mean? It, it's you, you take my you take my license away for an unpaid fine. I, I live in in like a suburb area. It's not like I can't catch the bus to work. You know what I mean? Like it. Bus, like everything is miles away, you know what I mean? Where uh, in the city, it's a bus stop in every corner. You can get to almost anywhere you need to go if you live in the city. But if you live in the suburbs, man, if you don't got a car, you stuck like Chuck. So, I mean, it's it, it's a touchy it's a touchy subject, man. Like, I don't even know what to. I have, I have a question for you, though. And I'll play devil's advocate here, right? If you have yeah. unpaid tickets or unpaid fines, um, how do you think that, like, so they take away your license because they feel that it will um, it'll basically enforce you to pay the fines. Like, if you don't have something, it's given reward. So, like, if you feel that a bigger fine should be implemented instead of having your license taken away, do you think you'd be more, like, you'd be more susceptible to paying that quicker? Or do you think you would just leave it off for long amounts of time and just let the money collect and collect and collect? I mean, if if you take my license away, how can I get to work? And uh, I, I totally agree with you there. I'm just trying to see, like, I, they do that because then they, they, they pressure you to pay the fines. But if you're not going to pay the fines in the first place, they're just like, we're going to take that away. But if you say they just have the fines continue to pile up, wouldn't some people just say, 
okay, I'm just going to let them pile up and then pay them years down the road when I have the time. You know what I mean? Like they're trying to make you pay now instead of have these fines get to a amount where you can't pay. You don't have $50,000 just lying around to pay all these fines. So don't you think that it's sort of like maybe they shouldn't fine you. Maybe they shouldn't take away your license. Maybe they should find a third solution, something that's that doesn't immobile you, but something that can like has a, a quick fix. I mean, I, I, I agree with that. Maybe they should come up with another solution. Uh, but, I mean, taking people's license away, especially in areas that I live in, it's like, it's like damn if you do, damn if you don't. I mean, like a, a lot of people, like how I grew up, like I said, I grew up in the hood. Like we, we, we ain't come from money. And mm-hmm. it's like, it, it's it's almost... They're, they're judgmental when you go to the courts and you stand in front of the judge, you tell them your unemployment. They, I mean, you tell them you're unemployed. They look at you like, like, what are you doing out here? I mean, mm-hmm. it's fucked up out here. You know what I mean? So as far as jobs, you know what I mean? Uh, I, I end up losing my job because I feel, of the yeah. incident. That, that, that's what I think. Sorry. That's what I think is like really unfair is that you lose your job just because like the way it went down, like you should have lost your job because that. And if and if anything, they should have pulled you over ahead of time, or they should have at least waited till you were on your break or something. Or they should have worked it out because I don't think it's fair for someone to lose their job for like an unpaid ticket or something. I think that was really uncalled for. So I agree with you there. But my, I'm sorry to interrupt you here, but I have another question. It's a bigger question yeah. that we can both ship inside because we're. I mean, I think we're both from different ends of the spectrum. Yeah. How? Like, I definitely think there's, like I said again, a divide between cops. And in communities, but how do you think that um, that that divide could be closer? Because again, being a white male, I mean, I hear a lot of people just saying, "Oh, well, you know, the cops are doing their job; they can't deal with these people." Do I, I agree with that statement? Hundred percent. No, I think it's there's issues on both sides. And I guess to answer my question, the way I think that, like, I think certain people shouldn't be cops, and I think it'd be a lot easier if you had cops that grew up in neighborhoods like yours go back to those neighborhoods and they police them. Because then they would just understand where they're coming from. Like, you always see those videos surface on Instagram of, like, a cop in the hood playing basketball. Like, that's the way I think it should be. That cop there probably grew up in a scenario that wasn't the best. He probably didn't grow up privileged. So he understands where kids are coming from in the project. So, in my opinion, I think the way you solve, like, this divide between police and, and inner cities is you just have the right cops. And you have a more rigorous process to pick cops. Because there are people we've seen it many times that cops who like shoot innocent in particular black men for no reason. Those are just probably like not only racist, but those people aren't mentally equipped. So again, to reiterate the way I think that you can close racial divide and you can definitely disagree with me on this, but I think that they should have cops that grew up in those areas, go back to those areas and they be the cops in those areas because they understand what it is to grow up there. They understand they can relate. Like when you get in trouble, it always helps to have someone to relate to you know i got in trouble as a kid it always helped to have someone near my age i was a little older to tell me what i did wrong instead of getting scolded by a parent because you're like well you don't know what i'm going through i mean what's, what's your opinion on that i, I mean i 100 agree with you you know what i mean like if if you got a white dude in the hood it's it, you know what i mean it, it's kind of like yeah. a stigma it's, it, it's definitely a stigma to where like everyone in the hood is like a bad person or they're up to no good. I definitely agree with you. I, I think, you know, I, and, and it's, it's certain jobs to where 
the qualifications are uh, like, let's say uh, a factory is in the city. They want to hire people that are within 25 miles of that city. Mm-hmm. I, I, I definitely agree with you. Uh, you have people who are native of these areas and, and you have them police these areas because, I mean, it, it's nothing, no, no offense to you or white people, but white people can't relate to us. They don't you're, understand. You're this. exactly right. I grew up with not a care in the world. But what I, I, I mean, I do have a lot of black friends and I went to a school that was a private school, but it was on the edge of, of I guess, if you want to say the hood, like, and they opened it up in, in a, when I was young, they opened it up and they said, it's not going to be private anymore. It's going to be a public school and anybody can get in. And most of my friends, which were white privileged kids, they left. Only almost 90% of all those kids left and all the kids that were in the hood right beside it, they came in. I'm going to say that changed my perspective on life a lot, especially on this scenario here. I just think these kids are just, they're dealt an, a, a not, they're, they're not dealt the best hand. Like you can't pick who you're born to and you can't pick what circumstance you're born in. But I don't think it helps when not only police, but like the government just like keeps knocking these people down. Like these people need proper education and all the, like, it's just fair. Like they're humans too. So like, like I know I don't have exact experiences you do, but I just seen a lot of these kids, like when they came to school, they just didn't want to be there because they already felt from a young age, you know, eight, nine years old, they already felt like, oh, I have to, I'm only going to make it successful this way. I'm never going to do it, you know, being a doctor, being a lawyer. I just think that like everything needs to be readjusted. Our government, like I'm from Canada, but everything all over North America, America and the States has to be changed. The government, the way cops are, the way we raise kids, the, the notion that if you're black, you have to, you know, you can only get out of the hood three ways, you know, drug dealing, playing basketball, rap. And I think that's a horrible stigma. I think you can get out of any situation you want, any way you want, through school, through whatever, music, through sports. I think it starts like, at, I think it starts at the bottom. Uh, like the people have to change first. They have to try to make, I know you guys are trying to change, but I think it has to be a collective, you know. And then I think white people as, as, as well have to sort of open up. I'm open to everything and everything. I, I wish we get changed, but there's a lot of older white people that are just resistance to change. And I think it's unfair. And I think that um, that a lot of white people don't know, like you said, what you're going through. And I think it's better if you almost, you sort of bring them in and you sort of have them really realize what you what people in the hood are going through so they can relate to them. Yeah, I, I agree, man. Uh, we running out of time, man. I, I wish... We, we could go on all day about this subject, man. I wish we had more time. Hey, I, I appreciate your insight, man. Like, you, you're a good guy. And I'm saying, uh, just for the little conversation we had, I think you're a good guy, man. Um, it, It's your boy, Will, from the Ville. I got my man. Say your name again. Matthias.